Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV, on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at Benetara Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is called Family Vacations, Fun and Survival Strategies. It's summer and time for more family vacation adventures. I'm not sure if a family vacation is ever really a vacation for parents, but I have three experienced and enthusiastic parents who are ready to share their stories and lessons learned. With me today is Dahlia Gobi, Lane Rosner, and Kat Plummer. I was going to start with Dahlia, who chose this topic and used the word survival as we were preparing for tonight. Um, I am curious about how you approach a vacation with your children. Does it feel like a vacation, or is it really a survival test stacked against well-meaning parents? Is it about new experiences for your children, or is it a dream vacation ideal that you want them to have? Or can it really just be a way to relax and have fun together? But I'm giving it to Lane because he, he opened this night with the most perfect um, feeling. Lane, some, this, your vacation's this summer. So yeah, so we're going on a vacation, a family vacation in a few weeks. And while thinking about the podcast today, as well as thinking about planning the trip, I was thinking, why am I doing this? And uh, <laughs> have a little bit of regret. But... Um, We'll make the most of it. I love it. Okay, so we'll come back to the specifics and we'll come back to all of that. But it's but it is this idea that you're crazy to, to, to take on these adventures, but it always does work out one way or another. And as our last podcast said, as long as you don't lose the children, you're, you've, you've got it fine. So, all right, Dahlia. So tell me what you were thinking about... Um, your summer vacation, your, your vacation stories and, and what it, because you guys have fun. Yes, we have fun. There's definitely the right before, what are, with the thought, like, what are we thinking? The reality of wanting a vacation after the vacation. Yes. It's, it's the reality. We're not like, you know, lying to ourselves, but we really enjoy the idea of showing our kids, uh, America right now, not the world so far, but um, the way I was raised, I didn't get to see America. Mm -hmm. My family is not American, so I never got to see it. So that's my idea of a fun time, and now it's my kids. (laughs) So what's on the agenda for this summer? And tell us us how old your children are. Oh, so I have a six-year-old son and a four-year-old daughter, Isaac and Dylan, and in the past, we've been doing road trips. Because we would go, my husband's from Connecticut, so we would go to Connecticut a lot, and we would fly there um, at the time with Isaac, and as much fun as Connecticut is, and as much fun as we have with his family, I felt like we were missing out on a vacation. 
we were going to visit family, and as you know, lovely that is, we we're missing the East Coast in a sense, being in a plane. So I got the bright idea to jump in the car and one. Uh, this was a couple of years ago. Drive with both kids to Connecticut, and when you do that and come back, and it's successful in the sense that the kids were with us when we returned, um, you feel like you can do anything, and you kind of, it's like having kids, you kind of forget that moment where it's like crazy, um, and it seems very like, oh, I'm here to tell the tale. Wow. And I did, and now I feel like I can go anywhere. I'm impressed. She can do anything. All right, so we're going to come back (laughs) to the success of the first Connecticut trip. Right. Um, But let's introduce Kat. Hi, um, my name is Kat Plummer. I have a six-year-old going on 30 named Logan. (laughs) And uh, we were inspired by Dahlia's road trips (laughs) and um, have decided we ventured on a couple. We've done more air travel than anything. Um, Logan's first trip was international, so we were in the Bahamas for uh, eight weeks. So it's a short flight from Florida. Yes, yes. It was a successful flight. We didn't lose him, didn't leave him there, so that was good. Um, We did road trip um, with Dahlia over New Year's, uh, and then prior to to Pinehurst, and um, I I was not as successful as Dahlia in the travel. Um, it was, it's, okay, it's a so challenge. A quick comparison of your family travel stories versus Dahlia's success. <laughs> um, your reality versus um, her, her illusion. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just has better grasp on the concept. Um, we, dynamics of the road trip were a little bit of a challenge. Um, I have a kid that's obsessed with the iPad, and I don't believe that children should be on iPads 24-7. So there was a constant struggle with how much iPad should he have versus how much he's actually getting. And my husband believes in calmness in the car, so he was a big proponent of handing the iPad over. So we struggled a little bit with that. Big struggle. Um, big very, struggle. very big struggle. I mean, that could happen over food. That could happen Absolutely. over all kinds of things with, like, what are the vacation rules? Is it just supposed to be fun? So that's... And, and we used to think that also with the iPad, <laughs> but now we get on the airplane and we hand it to them. We don't even fool ourselves. I totally agree. Especially I used to air care. travel. Because yes. you don't have a lot of flexibility in right. airplanes. And you're surrounded anymore. by strangers. Exactly. Who are giving you those it's looks. Hard. You're even even the, the person now we're like looking at you like, can't you keep quiet? Aren't you in control of that? You know, and, and to ask somebody to sit. I mean, we watch movies. We listen to music. We, we're we not really yeah, um, different concept. reading, whatever. We're not, we're not socializing and, and being polite human beings on airplanes. So. But just not to interrupt, but I flew by myself for the first time recently. And I had my earphones in the whole time. And when I took them off when we landed, there was a baby crying. And I thought, to that mom, it must have been Torturous, but we all have our earphones in, right. right? And I realized I was like, it was way worse for her than everybody else. But I it, just feel like we constantly think that everyone else is bothered by it, but really, we in this day and age, we all had our earphones. What in. a what a great new point! Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell everybody that's taken trips this summer. But I still true. hear obnoxious people <laughs> <laughs> that can't keep their mouths shut and just stick those earbuds yes. in a little bit further. <laughs> Turn up the noise. Exactly. (laughs) I love it when I'm hearing somebody else's soundtrack on my flight. Uh Yeah. All right. So back to so so that was one of the struggles. So yes, that was a huge struggle. Where did you take your road trip? Um, The first one we took was to Pinehurst over Thanksgiving, and it's only ten hours. But that was a lot for us. I don't usually do road trips. I haven't done road trips since college. Did you have Molly? 
No. Oh. oh, no. We have, we left Molly, our dog, at home. There was no way. That, that, would, that would end in a divorce for sure. Um, so, no, we decided to opt out with the dog. And it was, it was fine, but the way back was a little bit, we were tired. By the time we came home after a week of play, it was exhausting to be back. But I do agree with Dahlia, the memories that you make and the things that happen on, situ- just situational things that happen on road trips, you cannot create that. For it's, example? Um, well, let's see. One time we stopped to get food and we couldn't find anything open. It was, it was late. We started traveling about, it was after work, so it was about 5 or 6 in, at night. We decided to try to drive as far as we could the first night, and again, we hit every road. Everything was closed, and, you know, it's 10 o'clock. The kid's hungry. We have snacks. It's, what are we going to do? And, you know, you just kind of make it's bonding. It's, it's bonding. It's a family bonding experience. But kill you yes. makes you stronger, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. Um, and then when we did our road trip in over New mm-hmm. Year's, that was, that was fun. Um, we were going to go together and... I think that would have been actually probably better for the kids. Right. Um, oh, so you took two separate we cars. We took two we separate did. cars because we decided to do Atlanta. Because you know us. We're like, let's make the trip longer. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> What's the secret? Is it is it your husband's playlists? Uh, <laughs> you know, I do be. have to give him credit for pretty much... All sand. Well, it seems strange. Well, he's driven he's to this, Connecticut by himself with the kids. With the kids by himself. So that's an important point oh, to make. He's very oh, brave. Oh right. When and my bold. niece was born, yeah. Yeah. I flew because I wanted to be there for my sister. Oh, that's a good point. I forgot about that. And these are things we forget about because it okay, is so very simple for us one. in the okay. sense that once we've done it, now we feel like we could always do it. But I have a little... You're crazy. You're crazy. So rule number (laughs) one is you've got to be the crazy parents that are like, we can handle this. Right. And I don't think I ever would have been the crazy parent if I didn't have Adam... You know, with, you know, Adam the crazy crazy. Because you're loving it. <laughs> right. I mean, and right. that's I mean, something hey. I've never seen happen in these chairs. Is right. Both people just like, yeah, we want to do more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I okay, mean, so what's on your list here? You've got some tips. Well, I have tips. I, we, oh, I the, the big trip, you know, and everything after that almost seemed like when we went to Virginia that time, that seemed easy. I mean, that was like fast. But, you know, some what of the things fast? that we did. Ten hours going, was fast? Well, as far as compare. I just want a record out there for people who might not know the geography. <laughs> so when, some tips. We put a, um, you know those shopping bag um, dividers? Mm-hmm. They, they put them in the trunk for um, organization for shopping bags. So we put that in front of the kids' seats, okay? And in each um, section was a category. So we had an arts and crafts category. I mean, in these dividers. So arts and crafts, electronics. Am I going, this is, okay. Electronics. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're, our mouths are gay. Okay. Snacks. Um, and I can't who, remember the who, other you two. You invented this system? Yeah, maybe I, yeah, maybe it was Pinterest. I don't know at this point, but I'll say I invented it. Let's just say that. Own it. Um, <laughs> so each, you know, so it just made it easier. If they needed something, I could just grab it. It was right behind me because it was at their feet. Now, they're tiny, so their feet don't touch the ground. So you can do that um, at so that So when age. you say you have a packing list... Oh, this, right. This I mean, is this a is... packing list for each of those boxes? And no, no, this is... So that's different. The pack, okay, well, the, ahead, yeah, we'll go back to that. So these so, are just tips in the because car. Because that's pretty overwhelming for me to imagine being that organized just for No, the that was just like, as a parent, when you're just grabbing toys and grabbing iPads or grabbing 
arts and crafts because I had like the lap desks. It just made it easier. You don't want your car to be trashed, like basically. A, a bomb went off in the sense because <laughs> you just have you to grab to stuff. Ten things out, right? Exactly. Them. So that was one thing that really helped those dividers. The other thing, and I did read this somewhere, was at the front seat by my feet. Now it helps that I don't I like sit on my legs and I don't need that much room in the front, but um, I had. Um, little gifts, like oh, on the yes. Dollar Tree. And I think what I read, they were like, wrap them. Like, I wasn't going to do that. Like, I, I really don't have the time for that. But, you know, now and again, when the, you know, natives would get restless, i chuck a present back there. And we're talking, like, a sheet of stickers is a present. Uh-huh. And we're not talking, like, anything major. Um, but it was exciting. And it kind of changed the... You know, it just kind of lightened the mood, and it was something new for them to look at. Okay, so, and how much are they focused on that anticipation of that coming? Is I definitely use it as bribery, I'm not going to lie. Okay, so tell us how you do that. I am not ashamed about bribery. I mean, if they get, you know, oh, I want to, I, I don't, I honestly. If they get whiny, you might be like. Yeah, oh, like they get bored of here. the music we're playing, or they get bored of the scenery, or get bored of drawing, drawing, you know. I might say, oh, maybe it's time for a secret surprise. And then it gets chucked back there. Like, literally, that's part of the fun. You got to, like, throw it back there. They catch it. Like, that's part of the fun. Um, So that's just one thing that we would do. And that will last for an hour? That'll buy you an hour? Uh, Yeah, I don't give them that often. Oh, God, no. Not an hour. But if they're whiny, cranky, falling apart, if you you throw them a prize. Yeah, that'll last a while. They will then sell it. But let me be honest. That's my next thing. We've done this, too, and I feel like between the gifts and snacks, you can get pretty pretty far (laughs) with with those. Yeah. Only because I can think, like, like, as soon as I'm done with it, it would be like... What else you got up there? This didn't work for me. Like, I'm still bored. I'm still cranky. I'm right. still hungry. I still have to Tough, eat. tough luck. I mean, okay. I'm not giving out these prayers. I know how long we have till our destination, and I know what it would be like when this, you know, bag is empty. So, no, we're not Okay, so anybody out. listening knows they're in they're in. They're yeah, but we're not bag. talking about major gifts. Go to the Dollar Tree, get a pack of stickers, and split them up, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be anything, too. But it's something that will buy time, like something that's going to entertain them. right. right. Um, your back window might be covered in stickers, but anyway. Um, electronic time, I am also not ashamed. We do electronic time. I'm not like, oh, look at the largest ball of yarn or, you know, look at the corn on the road. You know, if they're watching a movie, that's what we do. We went to the library and rented a bunch of movies. And then if you're away for a while, you can online, at least with my library, you can, um, renew them. So that's something we did. And, um... One more kind of crazy thing is, uh, you know how long it takes, basically how long. We didn't drive straight. Like, we stopped, you know, at all these different places, St. Simon Island, which is our favorite, um, D.C. We did a lot of places like that. I packed individual bags per day so that when you go in the middle of the night to these, like, hotels or whatever, you just grab your Monday bag and you have you don't have to slip out your suitcase so every single like time. So these are, shopping bags. Exactly. Like, whether it be, like, for me, it was, like, little canvas bags. So I had Adam meet both kids clothes for the day the night and day and the toiletry bag um and the toiletry bag so that i'm not the suitcase was for connecticut or our final destination wherever that is and then we could just go and i had them marked monday tuesday with little um, masking tape Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh with masking tape you know like so that you would know um i think if it wasn't for this it wouldn't have been successful i mean i'm being serious because it just takes all that 
headache. Like, I don't want to be schlepping suitcases. I don't want to be repacking. I don't want Dylan to have five choices of dresses for that day. This is what we're, you know, and and my kids are, I have to say, my kids are pretty easygoing when it comes to stuff like that. Like, things like that don't really bother them. They're happy with whatever, you know. But, um. And you enjoy the the game of this. I mean, you're enjoying. I just want to be able to. Well, I want to be able to enjoy it. And I like the organization side yeah. because if it's not you're satisfied when you see those bags you're like oh well, this is yeah good. Life oh is yeah good. yeah yeah I do like that <laughs> yeah because I'm like well I'm, you know, like, I'm happy you're happy but I don't know if I have it, it wouldn't in be in my in my eyes I don't think and I mean this is just my personality it wouldn't be fun for me if I was like having to rummage through a snack bag or rummage, you know, like, I like the organization and I don't think that personally it would be as successful. So everyone's like, you're crazy. You go on these road trips. But it's because I have these tricks. It's not because, I I, you know. Okay. So. All right. So, Lane, you have a, you're, so you're planning something for this summer. So this summer, um, yeah, so this summer we are actually taking our longest road trip, which is truly not that long. We're just going, we're visiting my parents in Provincetown, so we'll, we're, no. Back, let me back up. We are flying to New Jersey. We're going to stay with my parents for a week, and then we're driving to Provincetown near Cape Cod. So it can take, you know, endless amount of hours depending on the traffic. So we have to kind of plan for the worst, so, which is like eight to ten hours. Um, so this will be our most significant road trip yet. So it's actually good to hear these things because Hazel and Ezra have done very little driving trips. We've done a lot of flying around, um, and they've gone pretty far in their life, but, uh, air travel, air travel is very different because Mm -hmm. you can't plan per day. You just have to and you can't take everything everything that you need in your suitcase. And then you have your (laughs) carry ons and hope for the best and hope you don't have a delayed flight or... Mm-hmm. So know. how are you... Now, but you have some reservations about whether this will be fun for you. I, I have no doubt that when we get there, it'll be wonderful. Um, my concern is getting there because, you know, a long trip when you're driving is much better than a long trip when you're stuck in standstill traffic. Right. Mm-hmm. And the kids, I think, really pick up on that. And, um, yeah, so it's it's kind of a challenge to know exactly... How it's going to go. So maybe there's a way you really can know. do like the traffic plan. You know, like you can talk to them and say, you know, this is this is what this is why being in the car is going to be so much fun. We're going to do this. We're going to sing songs. We're going to play games. You get to watch a movie. But you know what? If we hit traffic, we need Plan B, Plan C, and yeah, somehow make it something definitely and some in. new movies that they don't know we have on our iPad will be included. And we've done the wrapped gift idea on airplanes. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely be introducing that on the trip I had to hit up the dollar store before we go and you know, do they, hope do they for the best sit w- because they're twins and they're so they're the same age do they sit well side by side is that yeah, for the most part yes but you know it's really hard like we really the furthest we've driven except for when they were really really young um was to Disney so you know that's a pretty short drive. And everybody drive. in Florida just thinks of Disney as right. the, non, yeah. the non-drive trip. Yeah. So it's, you know, we didn't even have to break out the iPad for that trip. So, That's so this is a, you know, this is a different <laughs> ball game for us. <laughs> okay, and now tell us about the, the air travel and the big trip. So, so, so they, Hazel, they've gone farther than anybody we know. Well, Hazel and Ezra did their first trip at less than a month old. 
because they were born in Wisconsin. And after, you know, we got out of the NICU and all of the paperwork was done, we flew home. So, um, and they were about five pounds. So people looked at us like we were freaks flying with these little babies. Um, But they were wonderful on the airplane. We kept them away from people and had them covered and disinfect. Louie went on. I held both babies off the plane, and Louie went on and disinfected it beforehand (laughs) because we were paranoid. And um, so we started very early, and we fly to my parents in New Jersey somewhat regularly. But they've also done a lot of trips in South America and, and then also a trip to Antarctica. And that was a cruise, so we've also done some boat trips, uh, which, you know, I would say overall, we're, I'm very glad that we went, but were not easy experiences for us. It was, the flight was very long, and, uh, and being stuck on a ship and in small rooms right. is right. a big challenge. So is it, the, is, it, is it them know, I mean, when I remember that Antarctica trip, it was like, the penguins, the penguins, the penguins. <laughs> you know, is it the anticipation of what's going to be, you know, like, so if you know, oh, we're going to the Cape, we're going to see penguins, we're going here. You know, is it, is it there's some destination that will make the torture worth it? Or is it still kids in the moment? Yeah, I, and, think, I think kids in the moment when you want to be out of your seat and you, or if yeah. you don't want to be stuck at another dinner in a tuxedo... <laughs> You want to just right. run around right. and right. be a kid. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to be stuck in a seat. Okay, so, so educator and dad, what? How do you handle? How do you stay sane through their meltdown, fall apart moments? Well, hopefully, I could keep myself in check, which not always easy to do because they definitely feed off of your energy. But uh, I think that the next best best thing is just distractions, and I think that that's when, you know, the iPad could be necessary and toys are necessary and introducing games like we play a lot of i spy Mm -hmm. you know even on a very short drive but we'll probably be playing a lot of i spy on that trip and so like my take my my feeling is always like if you connect with them if you're like okay now you get me a hundred percent which is what i spy does Mm -hmm. you know then they kind of even if they're struggling they know they're not struggling alone versus when you're completely stressed or you're, you're thinking of like that mom on the airplane that's, you know, everybody's looking at me, everybody's judging me, and you're focusing on them rather than on your children. That's when it gets hard because you just want to say, quiet, 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 stop it, do this. And, so, and that mostly, I think, never works, and it's just going to escalate and drive and make you more frustrated. Yeah. I, for me, flying on an airplane where I really am concerned about my kids' behavior and how it impacts everyone around us, and even on cruises, is way harder to tolerate than my kids screaming in the car. Right. So I'm a lot less concerned. I agree. Okay. <laughs> but uh, so don't want them to be screaming. I just, you know, I think I'll be able to keep my composure better. Right. It's so, it's so, so the trick to the family vacations is, you know, if it means tuxedos and sitting long periods of time in places that are, you know, that are not as developmentally exciting as, you know, throwing food at Waffle House. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But it's Adam's favorite. Adam's favorite. <laughs> you know, because if you're on road trips, it's Waffle House. Go so. but, and swiveling on school, and stools and things like that. Yeah. All right, so, Dahlia, you brought us a big list. Well, first, just because I thought of this when you're talking about it, I mean, eventually you do get to your destination, and that's, a whole other thing because that's so much fun whether you go with friends or whatever but on the way a couple um things I thought about is 
I had license plate bingo, which I know Ezra would love. Yeah, Ezra would love um, that. So you, it was an actual thing that we got from, I don't even know, I want to say it was like given to us from Geico or something, but I'm sure you could just get it from the internet and print it. Amazon. But it's like every license plate, and you have to mark them off when you see them on the road. Oh, for all the states. Yeah. yeah. Great, so great, it's great. fun. And um, we play hide and seek, which is you think of a place in your house that you're hiding in, and then you have to, almost like 20 questions, <laughs> so you have to guess. <laughs> That's <laughs> a great idea. Yeah, yeah, those that. are two I just thought of that we like. That's hysterical. Uh, oh, so I these like are things that. you think of, and it's really funny you said that because I never thought about it in the sense of um, they have your undivided, I love that, undivided I mean, you're, I mean, I would love to play like yeah. hide and seek in yeah. the car with with. We do that family. going to school <laughs> even. I mean, that's like just hanging out in the car. But it's a great game, and it's imaginative, yeah. and, it's, and it's spatial. I mean, it's huge. Right, we play that one a lot, but we do I Spy too. So what I have here is how many pages is that? It's just three, but it's only it's it's only three. It's three different in, in ones. In size six font, <laughs> three columns. No, it's three Divided different things category. that we have. Um, so we have a travel checklist for kids. It says para los niños, but that's just my husband being funny. Um, and it's things that you know that you need and. It, Honestly, it makes life so much easier. My my, I has, love has that I love see, like see a black and white out on there that he it's might just not things have you may need in all ages, of course, up to six years. Is old. Is it all pretty conventional? Wait, what's the pump with bags? That was my. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go there. I had it has to. It's not sorry. been updated <laughs> since I haven't been nursing, but there was a time when I was nursing for a long time, um, and then it it you know we do it for other things. We have the. Checklist for the beach. <laughs> I have those. I have them on my Evernote. I'm a little. Uh, very I'm concept. very. But this, paper. But you wrote yeah. Them? See, yes. Kat knows okay. I'm not. I, I love my phone. I love computers. I just prefer. Can I see your beach? And then we have a regular travel checklist for us. So we have ours. So when I'm packing for the kids, I have this one and this one, and then I have to say that. And we can email this to anybody. <laughs> but well, I, I think can it comes. That is the and I can post it sure, on sure. the podcast yeah, page. Yeah. Um, and it's a working document. Like, when we're going away, sometimes I'll say to Adam, you need to, because as our kids get older, you know, maybe the pump bag could go and the, I mean, I think it's already on there, but the boogie board could come in, things like that. Um, she remembered it, the perfume. I mean, <laughs> really? Like, <laughs> she did. It just is, you know. I don't know. If my employees would hear this podcast, they would laugh because I used to always say everything has a home. And yes. it's like, you know, it makes easier to be organized. So oh, you even have the checklist to do at your house before you leave. <laughs> so that, oh, how do are, I check always, my water? This actually too. came from Adam's dad, um, you know, yeah. and uh, he actually, you know, that was, I think, I, think I don't that was check from. my water main. I don't know how to check so, my water main. <laughs> no, no, that's you like if you're going on a long, I don't know this, right? Yes. But do you, you shut, shut it off, off before you go away? No, I don't, but I, don't, I assume that. I don't know what that is. Well, I, I think up north we do because So this freezing. also came yeah, from well, Adam's big, dad, I think, originally. Right. So maybe you don't want the pipes to, to burst. burst. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we, I will take a picture of this before you leave. So uh, now let's go back to traveling with friends. Um, yes. Because so often... You know, it's this idea of how do you come by, or even with family, like how do you adapt to other personalities and your children adapting to other personalities? 
Go ahead, Kat, because you, you're describing them as the travel gurus. So it's yes. like, I will always swim in their way. Yes. There, but. Well, again, we've been inspired by Dolly and Adam and how they've handled traveling. Um, we're actually taking a crazy road trip from here to Maine this summer. One way, and then we're flying home. <laughs> we're not <laughs> that crazy. Really <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But um, I think one of the things, if your kids, and going back to being comfortable in your own surroundings and how you handle yourself, if you're comfortable, the kids are going to be comfortable. If you teach kids from an early age that travel is a necessary evil, a lot of us are transplants down here, and we don't have the choice. Our families are all spread literally around the world. So for us to see certain family members, we have to get on a plane or take a train or travel. So um, taking some of the organizational piece from Dahlia and applying it, I think, does certainly help with it. And just watching them in action is actually very inspiring. I'm telling you, Adam, being crazy as he is, he is very good. He's very calm. He stays, even when he was on work calls that trip, he was very in the moment, and he just handled it very well. So I think it's always, you can always learn from people and how they adapt. I have OCD, so my concept is a little bit more concerned with the health of the family and I like Louie <laughs> disinfect the entire plane the JetBlue crew knows me on the flight to Boston and they know that oh that's the crazy lady with the Clorox wipes because I will wipe down everything in your area too if you need it and hotel rooms too absolutely I actually have a checklist for things that are mandatory and even Ken knows we, they're not allowed to enter until I wipe down like the remote the doorknobs the anything that Logan's going to touch because you know kids always are constantly putting things in their mouth or touching their face. And there's certain things that just permeate germs. And, you know, I have to let it go in a hotel room to a certain point. But, yeah, I'm definitely a Clorox wipe fanatic. So, yeah, but she's definitely calmed me down. And I do think, I mean, and and just to be able to say more than travel is a necessary evil, but it's... It's, it's an adventure, and it we is. don't know what's going to happen, and we don't know if you're going to like the food in this town, and we don't know if the bed's going to be soft or hard, and we don't know, you know, mm-hmm. to let them see it as a discovery and a, okay, and if we don't like it, we'll make a list of all the things we didn't like in this space, and, all, and then we'll look at all the things we do like. At least they have power mm-hmm. over the stuff that's not going so well. Well, I was going to say, you know, something else you have to think about when you're actually at the destination is plans are not always as, you know, you plan. (laughs) When we went, Kat and I went away, we went for New Year's to go skiing and snowboarding. Um, I don't know if you remember, this was a seasonally warm (laughs) winter. And we stayed on a mountain. We rented a home. Beautiful home. Um, Ken and Kat are avid, avid skiers. I'm a Floridian, but I like it. I want my kids wanted to see snow. And we did not see snow. And so the plans had to change. Yeah, yeah. And your kids kind of need to go with that. You know, it stunk. They wanted to see snow. But then, you know, you find the play places. You find the restaurants. That's all we did was eat. <laughs> well, the and, hike. We you know, we hiked the mountain <laughs> that was without snow. So I think that that's important to kind of get ready for, especially with when you're with friends or with family, for plan B. Because there's always that possibility. Well, and especially because I'm that anticipation person. So, you know, I'm already thinking, you tell me, well, I knew Antarctica was going to be the penguins. Right. You know, you tell me, if you tell me I'm going to see snow for the first time, it's going to be like, snow, snow, snow. What? No snow? Right. Like, that can be disastrous, especially if you have a child with that personality that, you know, 
wants to anticipate, wants to to figure it out and be reassured that it's going to happen exactly the way they want it to happen. So, mm-hmm. um, so different children make for different kinds of travel experiences. For sure. So traveling with friends is always easy for you? Um, oh, uh, I've only done it with, with yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've like, done, I've done it with family. Yeah, which we've done it with family. Not so well. Not so well. Disney <laughs> with family is not so good. Okay, so the only without saying kids. what the bad things are, and I'll have everybody go on this one. Sure. What are the lessons you've learned, and how do you manage those better the next time? I think going with kids... If you're going with your kids, obviously, going with kids the same age is very helpful because, or with like interests. Because if you're, for example, going with, let's say, family, and you're the only one with kids, that's a very different trip. And you have to be prepared to know that, hey, when you didn't have kids, imagine what their expectations are. And kind of managing expectations. So going with... um, Similar families, if you will, as far as kids' ages and stuff, I think personally mm-hmm. is more successful because you're doing similar things. But also, I think having individual family time too is important too. I was just and like, you know, having time for both. I, I think, think that's, I think that's always a great idea when you're traveling to have time when you're not expected to right. be um, in that social setting. Traveling with friends or family. For the children. So I guess a lesson that I learned, um, especially this past winter break, was that we really need to pick trips that could set up our kids for success mm-hmm. and for enjoyment. And I think that uh, sometimes, especially me, I got very excited about a destination rather than choosing something that really is ideal for the kids, even though, you know, for certain kids it would have been great, but not for my so what was it? son in particular. Just... He's he's not somebody who's going to go to like a kids camp. He is not a kid who's. Oh, this was go- the cruise. Yeah, so it's it's a we've gone on multiple cruises with them, and I thought you know oh they're a little bit older oh they could go to the kids camp. It was just not realistic. Right. It's also at this age kids get sick more frequently, so they were sick while we were away. They had a really nasty cold, so it just probably is not the best route to go. I also think there's probably you know some cruise lines that are better than others for kids. Uh, but you know, so our last vacation was Disney instead. <laughs> right, so the right. food wasn't as good, but uh, <laughs> right, right. they enjoyed it, and so did I. And this coming up one, we're going away with friends who have a daughter the same age as them. So I think that that's going to be really, and they're friends that we don't get to see very often. They live in London, and you know, my children very they speak very lovingly about this friend, but they don't really know her that well. It's been a while since we've seen her, them and their daughter, and. They're very excited, and I think that it's going to be a wonderful time. And to echo what Dolly said, I think that we have similar parenting styles and similar you know, interests, so I think that that's going to go a long way with the how similar smoothly. parenting styles is really yeah, important. Yeah, I think it, it goes a long way with yeah. the dynamic. Because to be there and then all of a sudden hear some parents handling something in a way that your child is like, what, what's going on over there, um, can be really disruptive too, so... So know them well, know yourselves well, and realizing that everybody's on there for different reasons. I mean, like you said, Ezra's not, you know, like what your hope for what Ezra was going to experience was not what Ezra was going to experience. So I think there's always that 
constant adjustment. Like what I'm hoping, what I want for them. And then, you know, I mean, it's like the first time you go to Disney and you realize they could care less about Disney. They're going to sit and like sit in the grass, you know, or, or, you know, look, watch leaves blow or something. <laughs> you know, it's like pick up garb. No, <laughs> but anyways, so, um, We've got our tech packing tips. So it, the survival strategies. Okay, so your your number one survival strategy for your sanity. Uh, do the children need a bedtime? Do you need to blow off bedtime? Consistency is very consistent. For for us, we really try to stick to their bedtime because Absolutely. without like my kids, you know, maybe one night making an exception, but after two nights of going to sleep late, they wake up at the same time no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it just impacts the rest of the day, so it's not worth it. And then you know you can have some quiet time to really regroup after they go to sleep. Yeah. I think so they need that consistency factor. It's it's the stabilization. In hotel rooms, um, again, we bring things that are common and comfort creature comforts for Logan. So there's certain things that he always, regardless of where we are, travel with. And he knows that mom's going to put Nana's blanket out. He knows Frank is coming. You know, there's certain things that we do. And I think regardless of where the location is, it's that consistency factor. And the, the bedtime's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I think having those special objects can mean an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty, so let's do our wrap-up. So the wrap-up's always the same. And it's, you know, you have young children growing into more complex little people now um, who have interests and styles and personalities bigger than ever before. Um, some Tell me, how have you got this? Um, for this summer, at least, or for these next set of trips, um, how do you know you're going to be successful regardless of what comes? Um, well, I think after our experiences this year with the road trips, um, we are going to, I'm going to take the back seat on a lot of things as far as kind of letting, hearing Logan a little bit more on his point of view. Because to your point, he has a personality, and it's different than mine, and he should have a say to make it fun and be able to say, no, I don't want to stop here. I want to do this, or this sounds more interesting within, you know, reason. Um, But, yeah, I think taking a backseat to the control side of things and just kind of letting it go naturally, kind of like what you guys do to a certain degree, because you do. And I think that helps him become a real traveler yeah. because he's so much a part of the planning, too. Mm-hmm. Fun. And you get to relax a little more. Hopefully. It's not all on your shoulders. Daya, how have you got this? Well, I She's think, so got this. <laughs> no, I, you know, we're going to Mexico in August, but we're obviously flying, and I don't have anxiety or I'm not worried because I have my my comforts, my organization, my packing sheets or whatever I have to know that, yeah, we've got it because as long as I'm calm because I know I'm ready, then my kids will be fine because they really do feed off of that. As long as I'm fine, it's going to be all good. And so because you like the order and the order and the structure gives you uh, a way to to be calm, Mm -hmm. how do you manage the novelty? I mean, how do you embrace the novelty? Once we're there at whatever the destination is, to me, that's that's the fun. It's getting to the destination that is the potential stressor. Okay. Well, you know, airports. That's why we started road trips because I hate airports. I hate flying. So once we're at our destination, whether it be Mexico or wherever, to me, that's, that's fun. Because I've really got enjoy. a very fun partner, and he kind of, he handles that side of it. Like, I know I'm going to... Be, that'll be fine. Have a great experience. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Lane, how have you got this? 
I am going to take some of the stuff that we discussed today about road trips since we're <laughs> new to this or newer to this, and I am going to be prepared for 12 hours of fun, and hopefully it won't take us more than six. <laughs> okay, we're going to want to see posts from the, tra- oh, from the yeah. traffic line. I'll be of- tweeting every 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you all very much. You really did bring the fun back to summer travel. Thanks. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.